Well, this weekend, we move from the rich and glorious feasts of the Christmas season into the season of ordinary time, as Father Stephen said. And this Sunday, we begin this year-long journey looking at the Mass. And we're going to make this journey together as the people of God. And we should expect that God is going to do great things in our hearts as we open ourselves to the bounty of grace that flows from every Mass. I'd like to begin our journey this afternoon with a beautiful conversion story. The story is about a brilliant young man, a Protestant evangelical theologian who had a strong distaste for the Catholic Church and Catholic theology. And he began his career studying scripture. And he was a voracious reader of scripture and really a brilliant scholar and began studying scripture. And of course, being in the Protestant tradition, he first began studying the Protestant scholars in scripture. And he exhausted those resources fairly quickly. And he began to read the Catholic scholars. He began to read the fathers of the church and the contemporary scholars of biblical theology from the Catholic tradition. And as he did that, he began to become more and more curious. There were a lot of things he was picking up in this study that were really surprising him. And a particular interest that he had in his study was the book of Revelation. And anyone who's ever studied scripture has spent hours and hours and hours trying to understand all the symbolism in the book of Revelation. And he began, as I said, to, to find a lot of truth in his study of the Catholic scholars. And so his heart began to start to wonder a little bit about this Catholic theology that he had kind of tossed aside. Well, he was teaching at a college at this time, and across the campus was a Catholic church with a little chapel. And he knew that they had a noonday mass there. And so he went to that chapel one afternoon for a noonday mass, and he kind of snuck into the back and had a seat in the back of the chapel. And being a good Protestant man, he had his Bible with him. And so he sat there with his Bible open and watched what was happening at this Catholic mass. Well, the first thing that he noticed was how people worshiped at this little uh, chapel. He saw people coming in and genuflecting and crossing themselves. He saw people kneeling in prayer. And he was quite taken by all of that. And as the mass began, he noticed the vestments that the priest was wearing and the candles and the incense. And he was kind of swept away by all of that. And the moment of deep conviction for him came, as you might imagine, at the time of consecration. And the priest came to the altar, he prayed the prayer of consecration, and as all this was going on, as he was listening to this prayer of consecration, he had his Bible open to the book of Revelation. And guess what he was hearing? All kinds of things from those prayers at that Catholic Mass were jumping off the page from the book of Revelation. And he was amazed. And do you know what he realized? he realized that he was in heaven. He realized that he was in heaven, and he realized that this was the heavenly liturgy that was referred to 
in John's book of Revelation. He had been reading about this and studying about this, and all of a sudden it was unfolding before him. And the moment of profound conviction for him was after the consecration, when the bread and wine had become the body of Jesus Christ, and the priest held the host up and said, Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. And this young man said in his heart, My Lord and my God. He recognized that this was no longer just a piece of bread. This was indeed Jesus Christ before him. In 1986, Scott Hahn, the author of this book, The Lamb's Supper, became a Catholic. Scott Hahn is one of the most prominent Catholic theologians of our time. And I wanted to begin our journey with this story because I think it's so profound and so beautiful and such a testament to what happens at this altar at every Mass and seeing that through the eyes of somebody who had a completely different belief system. Scott Hahn discovered that the Catholic Mass is heaven on earth. My brothers and sisters, when we walk through these doors of the church every Saturday evening or Sunday morning, we enter into a different reality. It's a mystical experience unlike anything else in our lives. We experience in the Mass, at the consecration, a representation of the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ on Calvary. We refer to this as the unbloody sacrifice, in which the sacrifice of our earthly lives, the sacrifice to the priest who stands at the altar in persona Christi, in, per, in the person of Christ, and the unbloody sacrifice of Jesus on Calvary is made present here and now at that altar. Our prayers on earth in this mass join with the prayers of heaven in an unceasing chorus of praise. It's amazing to think about what is happening during our Catholic mass. When our gospel story this evening, we hear the beautiful story of the wedding at Cana. And Jesus performs his first public miracle, a Eucharistic miracle, as he changes ordinary water into the finest wine, the choicest wine, the wine of the new covenant that would never, ever run out. And we hear Mother Mary speak those words to the servants, do whatever he tells you. And we can ask ourselves, what did Jesus tell us to do? And if we fast forward the tape three years to the Last Supper as Jesus was at the table with his disciples and he took the bread and broke it and gave it to them and said, take this and eat of it. This is my body. And then he took the cup filled with wine and he gave it to them and said, take this and drink of it. This is my blood. Do this in memory of me. Do what? Do this in memory 
of me. Take and eat, take and drink. My brothers and sisters, the Mass is sacrifice. In the Mass, Jesus' redeeming sacrifice on Calvary is made present. And the saving and transforming power of that sacrifice is applied to our lives, to your life and my life, right here and right now, in that moment. As Catholics, we don't look upon this sacrifice at the altar as just a symbol of something that happened 2,000 years ago, just a nice memory, but the making present of that perfect sacrifice on Calvary right here on this altar. As Catholics, we believe in the true and real presence of Jesus Christ. During the prayer of consecration, the priest places his hands over the gifts of bread and wine and calls down the Holy Spirit upon them to transform them. And as I said earlier, the priest stands at the altar in persona Christi, that's a Latin word that means in the person of Christ. And he offers this sacrifice to the Father And he stands in persona Christi and says the words that Jesus said at the Last Supper. As these words are spoken, the elements of bread and wine change in their very substance. They don't look any different. They don't taste any different. But by that prayer of consecration, they become the very body and blood of Jesus Christ. Not a symbol, as some people of other faith traditions believe, but the very body and blood of Christ. There is an actual change in the substance of that bread and that wine. As we approach to receive Jesus in the Eucharist, we enter into an intimate and life-changing, grace-filled encounter where Jesus gives himself to each one of us, body, blood, soul, and divinity. There is absolutely nothing that is held back in that moment. The Eucharist is sometimes described as the bread of angels that the angels cannot receive. Imagine your guardian angel standing and watching you Sunday after Sunday receiving the Eucharist and the longing in their heart to receive what you are receiving each and every time you approach the Eucharist. Jesus Christ is present at every Mass. He's present in several ways. He's present in the assembly among us where two or three are gathered in my name. There I am. He's present in the priest who acts in the person of Christ. He's present in the word that is proclaimed in our midst And he is present sacramentally in the consecrated species, the bread and wine that becomes the very body and blood of Christ. My brothers and sisters, at every Mass, you and I participate in this miraculous transformation. As Catholics, we believe that Jesus' words to his disciples at the Last Supper were not just a nice metaphor, but an invitation for us to receive his very presence at every Eucharist. Wow.
It's a lot to take in, right? It's a lot for us to try to understand. And most of us will spend an entire lifetime trying to understand this great mystery that we experience in every Mass. But there might be some questions for us to consider as we go forward in this next year. I'm thinking to myself, how can I renew and strengthen my belief in the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist? And we do that by opening our hearts. Each time we receive, just ask the Lord to strengthen that belief, to strengthen our faith. What should our response be to so great a gift that Jesus is giving us? How can you and I cooperate more fully with the grace that flows from every Eucharist? At Cana in Galilee, Jesus Christ turned ordinary wine ordinary water, pardon me, into choice wine, the wine of the new covenant that would never run out. At every mass, Jesus' sacrifice on Calvary is made present as the wine becomes the blood of Christ and the bread becomes the body of Christ. My brothers and sisters, as we enter into this sacrifice at the altar and as we receive from this altar the very body and blood of Christ in the Eucharist, let us pray for a deepening of our devotion to the Mass and to the awesome, unbelievable gifts we receive at every Mass. Amen.